we are connected into the fantastical world of Keyforge, discussing lore, rules, strategies, decks, organized play, and of course, the Nordic Keyforge League. Log on to EDI, connect into your cyber clone, and redacted your redacted. Let's do the fight warp again. This is the Nordic Keyforge podcast. Eureka! Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have went through the portal, right? We, yes, yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've just got Rocky Horror Picture Show going through my head right now. Yeah, welcome to the Nordic Keyforge podcast. This is uh, episode seven. We've made it to seven episodes, which is good already. Uh, my name is uh, Jason Kirk, also known as The Captain. And with me today, I have uh, my co-host, um, Linus, Mr. K-Pop. How are you doing? I'm good. Good to be here. And we have a returning regular guest here with uh, Jonas um, Sizox. Yeah. How are you doing, Jonas? Great to be back. I'm good. I'm good. Cool. Good to, again. good to have you back. I know you've been itching to get back on since uh, the uh, first episode, so it's good that we had the chance. And the topic tonight is going to be perfect for that as well. But before we start, we should do a quick catch-up. Guys, how has your Keyforge week been? Our two members of the Fellowship of Archons. How is Coke going? Linus, go for it. I think you, you enjoy talking about this a lot. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what, what to update, it, what kind of update I could give because the last time I was talking about it, uh, it was the same information that I had. Well, actually, yeah, Jonas mentioned something, or as I succeed, he mentioned that it seems so that we might, if we advance in our playoffs, so we might actually meet uh, Kip, the one well-known American team. Uh, and the one guys that won co eight. Yeah, so yeah. Th- so that would be really cool if we manage. I mean, if they win their first playoff game and we meet, win our, yeah, then that that would be in a quite an amazing and fun matchup. But anyways, we have a first one team that we need to meet we don't know yet which one um no it's it's between kluchiku and new jerk city. yeah I, either or exactly yeah. new, new so, york city yeah. yeah so we're really we're really hyped obviously we yeah. uh, we played quite well our group and um play playoffs uh mood on right so, so. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see uh, what we're gonna face up against. I've looked through the decks of the people we're meeting, and it's like yeah, it looks mm. looks looks okay. Yeah, good because I, I really like our uh, lineup and our setup with our decks that we have had into this Moirai uh, Moirai yeah, yeah. tournament. Yeah, it's been interesting because we've basically been playing the same thing. Because uh, yeah, Christian's been playing the reversals, and you've been playing the adapted. It's been very much the same. Yeah, I'm actually personally surprised that that's that's been that way, um, yeah. but we'll see. Play playoffs yeah. is always playoffs, right? In yeah, any yeah, kind of sports. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that is quite interesting that people have been picking the same decks. They've they're judging your decks the same way each time. Each team is judging the same decks, um, the same yeah. way. That is really interesting because I played I played a variant of, I played all three actually over the. Uh, five games that we played we were in a slightly smaller uh league so yeah, um yeah. that was really interesting as well and i think where we could 
uh, I think post Coke, we can talk about the strategies there of yeah. uh, decks and, and, and put, put aside some time to that. Yeah. Uh, that... And even to the Moira uh, format, because I think it's a really interesting format. But I think we can, we'll save that for when we, uh, when we get there as well. Uh, has... <laughs> I mean, we've we, we, we've uh, we've been knocked out, so um, we'll have to wait until after the final when you guys have won it. Uh... <laughs> fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Bring it home for Sweden. <laughs> um, cool. What about you, Jonas? How's how has your week been for Keybridge? Yeah, it's been rather busy in the evening because I've been working a lot with with league, getting everything ready. Since yeah, we're having a child next week. Oh wow. So yeah, so I've yeah. been. Getting everything ready for since the next season is starting in mid-August, but I want everything ready now, except all the decks. But I, yeah, all the documents, the website, and everything. So I've been working a lot with that. But then I also, at, at the same time as I've been doing that, I've been playing kind of a lot, lots of solo games against myself. Mm. But I'm yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just finished with my solo thing. I think uh, so. Now I'm going, mm. I'm, I'm back to competitive on TCO playing mm. some, and that's a yeah, that's a different experience, man. <laughs> So have you got your lineup already for the next season sorted? Yeah, yeah. I decided everything. I think today I just want to let that go now. So uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is preparation to strive for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah four nice. weeks to go, and yeah. the league organizer has his lineup ready to go. Uh, that's yeah. impressive. Um, yeah, it's it's tough, man. Choosing the lineup is really hard, but yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I've started thinking about it already, and some of you might be thinking, "Wait, what? What didn't 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 the captain say he wasn't going to be in season 13? Yeah, um, excuse me, what? Peer pressure has gotten the better of me. Um, oh, wow. and the the party division is moved up from the bronze into the silver, and um, it was the. The, the loving messages of people saying, yeah, come and get involved and a few threats as well. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I had, a, had, had some conversations at home um, uh, with the family and I'm going to go for it because uh, it's uh, coming out of, and I was actually listening to uh, the third episode, we Beware the Meta, um, third episode of this podcast, and it gave me a lot of inspiration going, actually, I think I could do some uh get a better strategy this time now that we've been going through um the topics on the podcast and i'm really excited to play so um, yeah, cool. yeah i'm uh, i'm going to be doing that i have been playing some in real life keyforge which yeah. is like whoa wow. um yeah we're <laughs> visiting um uh, my wife's family and uh, my wife's brother i bought him a mass mutation um starter set for his birthday last year and uh he hasn't really gone into the game so i tried to teach him again um hopefully he enjoyed it a bit more this time um and obviously i let him win um gave him my best deck uh let him win etc etc no he 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 did win and he won fair and square but i was actually quite happy that he did um and i've also been playing the keyforge adventures rise of the kurakan and really exploring that got a little bit of inspiration from the latest call of discovery um episode uh podcast episode uh where zach is interviewing uh, mortibus and uh, talking about how you can um, make it harder for yourself. And so I've been playing, I've made a rule up for myself where um, unless I have no other option, I will not attack the Kirakan 
directly. I will always, the damage I do to the Kraken will be via the tentacles and the arms. Yeah. And um, it's, gonna, it's a lot more interesting. Okay. Game goes on for a lot more, but it's a lot more interesting. So it's another difficulty level to, I strongly recommend there. Yeah, that's yeah. good that you can change the difficulty. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm probably waiting for some sort of uh, official package of uh, of that version of game. Mm. So I, I haven't had the possibility yet to print out anything. So I don't know, but I'm I'm excited to try it out one day. Mm. Yeah, it would be cool with something official because it's always yeah. nice to have that. Have you tried it, Jonas? No, sadly not. I have not. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, it's, mm. I play lots of solo, but yeah. So I should try it someday. Mm. It's a really, it's a really good way to get to know your deck a little bit as well. If you want to, you know, if you buy a new deck and you you want to you want to explore it. I went down to Halmstad in the south of Sweden and I went to Dragons and Mazarina, uh, a game shop there, and they didn't have a huge amount of Keyforge selection there. But I bought a Dark Tidings deck and it's the first deck I bought. And I'm mentioning this on the podcast because I'm really excited about this first one I own that has Captain in the name oh, nice. and so super excited and it's half decent dark tidings as well so um who knows it might be showing next season as well cool. talking about yeah. uh, dark tidings uh, the the hamburger atlantians 2 team we we played against them and uh, uh, i needed to play against their dark tidings or with that dark tidings deck in an adaptive best of one and uh, that i was like this deck is good and they had well, I don't know was it in the um, uh, in the the same channel that you're participating in the team swindle yeah mm. they had the tournament there dark tidings tournament and that yes. deck was top two I don't know which one won but that deck was top two at least yeah. so so I was like when I was when I, I was playing with that you know against my own deck I was like oh my goodness that this is a good DT deck. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, I'm all, I'm also happy that my deck is actually uh, surprisingly nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, 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 that deck was just like SAS seventy two or something. Like yes, that. Mm. something SAS seventy two seventy four. Yeah, really excited to hear that the there's some good Dark Tidings competitive coming out as well. Always, um, I, really I love Dark Tidings. Yeah, I really want the best Dark Tidings. Um, speaking. Completely personally there. Okay, so let's hop into our topic for this evening, um, which is on to the subject of time that we have for Keyforge when you're parents of small children. Um, and you obviously, time has to go into spending time with your family, spending time with your children um in a key developmental um period for them and so how do we balance that time where you know and and also stay competitive in keyforge and so this is something we've actually had a a few comments uh, a few positive comments and uh, that we've kind of started to dive into this before and the realizing that actually keyforge is a part of life um this is the game but we also have a life that we have to balance. And the first thing that I just want to put on there is actually Keyforge. I think there's a lot of parents that play Keyforge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know if you've seen that. I don't know how many, yeah, how many yeah, people in the community. To, if yeah. you compare it to Magic, it's a totally different age span of people. Yeah. 
in basically because MADI players are younger, mostly. They are, of course, older, but the PFORT players are often between like 35 to 45. So just in that age when they're having kids, small kids. And mm. So it's, it's, it's interesting and it's, uh, it's nice for us because then it's, it's, you feel like you're not alone in, in this boat with the, trying to get everything to work. No, and I completely agree. And I think the, the big reason, and I, I don't know if you guys agree with this or disagree, but the big reason I see is that you don't have to build your decks and that you can just pick up a deck and start playing and enjoy the game as it is. Um, it's easy to quick have that quick 30-minute game, 45-minute uh, game on the Crucible Online. Um, but going beyond that, when we want to go into competitive and being involved in the uh, Nordic community, where there's a lot of players who have got a lot of time and there's a lot of competitive talk, it's it wants to drive you in. It wants to give you, you want to have, give more time to Keyforge. You want to give more time to playing. So I want to explore that a little bit this time and hopefully come away with some encouragement to say, you know, it's, you, it is possible to, to, to have both. Now, the question, the question that I have for both of you is how difficult is, is it for you right now to get the time you want to play Keyforge um, because of family? Yeah, for me, it's of course I, it's it's hard during during the days I can't play Keyforge because uh, we we have a pretty strict kind of schedule for our children when it comes to mm. going to bed. So pretty much they they always they are asleep around just after seven at at night. So that's when my me and my uh, yeah my my not my wife my. <laughs> Yeah, so, my partner. Some yeah. sambo in um, yeah, in, in Sweden, Swedish, yeah. yeah, yeah. So 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 that's when our uh, free time starts at seven. So that's basically when I can get my key for in as well. So so I have a very understanding lady at home. She understands that uh, I like to play key for and spend time on it. So she's very understandable. Uh, so I, I can usually play uh, in the evenings after like seven thirty. I can usually play. As if I schedule with someone, I can pretty much say I can play any day as, as soon as we kind of schedule it a day or so before. Uh, but I can't just uh, play every day, of course, but I, I'm usually so, the, so that I, I'm not that hard to book a game for the league with because I can play pretty much. We, we usually we are a lot at home. So and in the evenings, we spend time with each other and I can just say, but now I have a game and I, I go and play it. So and so she's very understandable like that. So but I, it's it's hard for me to kind of join tournaments where which starts before 7 30 then it's kind of impossible so i can't join those so i'm very kind of i have to it, it has to be after 7 30 for me to play and then of course if uh, the kids wake up i i, I need to go because uh, the last two swindle tournaments i had to pull out because yeah my mm -hmm. son woke up uh yeah i started i started good but then then i had to go and then of course then you have to kind of prioritize your kids and if it's a can more important tournament than I can just ask my 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 girl that she she takes that evening if they wake up. So mm. if it's just a, a casual tournament, I'll, I'll just uh, move away from yeah from the game. Mister hmm. Kpop, how about how about yourself? Yeah, um, it sounds like pretty much same as uh, Sizox in that sense. We have also two kids. Um, and by the way, congratulations for the third one. 
Yeah, thank you. It's got. It's, it's hopefully it's, it, you're, you're one is pretty worried like one week before it that everything's going to be. Yeah, I know, man. We just want to get it over with. So exactly. But, yeah. Oh, I'm thank you. Seriously, so I'm ex- I'm excited. But yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, having to- two kids, um, that really puts you in a different kind of uh, perspective, thinking about your own hobbies and games and so on. But for me. Uh, I really need to do some sacrifices to to make it work. Um, obviously, my my background is uh, well. I don't know if obviously, but my but my background is a board gaming background. So I've been playing a lot yeah. of board games as as a serious hobbyist yeah. uh, with board gaming. And um, what I needed to do was to either play board games or Keyforge. That, yeah. that was that was like the thing for me. Um, I also like to do sports and stuff, but that's yeah. uh, I really need to drop it the sporting sport things, um, yeah. which is kind of sad because I, I really like to move and do all kind of things in that sense. I mean, I'm a PE teacher, so yeah, <laughs> phys- physical education yeah. is, or, or physical activity is really important. Um, but I I get it through, uh, I, you know, I bike to my work and uh, I try to be active in my work and so on. So yeah. I kind of get them physical activity through that sense and i know this is a it's a different period in my life now i just need yeah. to accept that uh, when they're small they will yeah. require you know require more time from me uh, when yeah. they grow up a little bit i might have a bit more loser schedule in that sense you know when they can go sleep and do the thing things yeah. with themselves in that sense so now i i just needed to realize okay i need to sacrifice some things i can't mm. do everything and for yeah. me i i needed to drop board gaming uh, pretty okay, much you don't, so you don't play at all yeah at okay. the moment i haven't been like when yeah. my second child was born in late february uh, yeah. i i haven't played board games i just last week i some of my finnish friends came and visited me and we kind of puzzled it so that my wife and our kids could go to norway to her parents yeah, yeah. so yeah. i was alone one week so that's that's the only board gaming time yeah. that i've had mm. so far yeah. so that's just the reality time is really tight yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. being as a teacher when you work you work you work at the workplace but you also need to work at home so it's i mean it's mm. it's yeah. it's a struggle in that sense but I, I made it uh, uh, a decision and I decided to, you know, go for Keyforge partially yeah. because it's much easier to, as, as um, Captain mentioned, you know, you, could, you don't need to have a deck building. You can just start and play in that sense. And yeah. obviously TCO, the, the Crucible Online, has really helped um, my, yeah. like my games take usually, especially if, I start, if I'm just practicing or I'm just playing, yeah. it takes like 15 minutes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that already makes it much easier for me to decide, okay, I'm going to play Keyforge rather than board gaming because board gaming usually requires at least one hour if I play some easier game. But I, I, I like heavier games, which take three, four hours. Yeah. No. <laughs> one hour so, to set up if we're talking about twice. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know. So, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm, I'm, I'm also a board gamer uh, through and through. And I'm, I'm I'm balancing them both because I can't I can't give up board gaming like you have done. Mm, uh, like, you know it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot less yeah. now than before. I used to play like four or five hundred games a year. Now mm. it's like, <laughs> uh, 
I mean, the, the, the pandemic and the, the must have a factor on that as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously. obviously yeah. We, we, yeah. You know, we can't invite people around. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I mean, just a follow-on question as well um, to, to that. Do you have, do, are, your, are your partners and wife, Linus, are they interested in board gaming? Not, not at all. Following on to this, <laughs> like, are I, they I interested have, in Keyforge? <laughs> I, I don't have the same situation as Isaac has uh, in that sense. Um, yeah. I mean, she she has some games that she likes to play, mm. and, but they are quite light. And uh, she's usually like, I can only maximum play two times a game. Game. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, I, if if we play a filler game, we I usually want to play several times or several yeah. different games. But she's like maximum two, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of like my background. But sure, sure, she still understands that uh, you know board gaming is my hobby, and uh, I take it seriously in that sense, mm-hmm. and or playing games. Uh, now, Keyforge took. You know, came along, and I decided to focus on that. And then when I told her about podcasting, she was like, "Yeah, hey, okay." You know, for her, it just started to make more sense because there's something other, yeah, yeah. something else than just keep playing the game. Yeah, so yeah. she was like, actually doing something. Yeah, she was she was supporting <laughs> me for for starting podcasting because she yeah. was like, "Hey, this guy, this could be something, a good experience for to me, you know, for future yeah. projects or something." So, uh, uh, so I have quite good situation at the moment. Limit yeah, of time, needed to sacrifice some stuff, but yeah. uh, my partner is supporting me in this mm. in in this little yeah. thing that I'm doing. I just yeah. want to take this moment to say a big thank you to Mrs. K-pop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, my 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 girl is she, she's playing board games with me, so that's I'm lucky in that way. She, she's playing heavy mm. years with me, so that's that's good. She's sadly not playing Keyforge. I tried once, but mm. she. She did not like it, and it's, oh, man. it's like damn. <laughs> but yeah, the, that's 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 life. So I haven't found anyone. I just moved to a new town that plays Keyforge, but I have a few people that has asked me to to teach them. So I'm mm. hoping they will fall into the game. So yeah, I've, I've tried. I've tried to teach mm. a couple of my friends, but nobody really. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Well, probably some are re- uh, afraid of uh, this collectible. Thing, yeah, like mm. uh, that it costs money and you need to to be to really enjoy you need to spend a lot of money yeah and yeah. i i you know my brother I, was very it, quick I, to bring up the um uh the pay to win uh element of it of it as well um, yeah, 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 yeah as that's, soon that's, as he was playing one deck uh which is a very good topic for uh, for another day yeah. yeah, but when it comes to family and Keyforge, it's pretty good that we have separate economies because I can spend whatever I want on Keyforge. Because if, mm. if we if we had a shared economy, I, I would have to ask. <laughs> then it wouldn't. I wouldn't have these many. Yeah. Talking yeah. about budgeting, I, I I needed to create. Uh, I need to create like a um, own budgets. Like she has her her own budget for doing whatever she wants, and I have mm. to myself because we yeah. have shared economy. So. Yeah. Yeah, we do too. So, yeah. uh, so we decided. Okay, we have this shared economy, but we have this slots. So you have your yeah. budget, and I have this budget. So we, mm. every month we get a certain amount of money to do whatever we want. So I need, I don't need to discuss yeah. about things if I if I keep myself into mm. that budget that I have. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so, so you're asking, asking her, I, have, I found this very good Chinese deck. Can I have another $100? <laughs> hey, we, had, we had discussions about those decks because I, I, I couldn't, I needed to talk about them. Uh, yeah. That was, oh, I'm still sweating when I think about those, but anyways. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but, it, but it's not easy to, to balance family in Keyforge. But I, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, um, I, don't need not, I don't need much sleep. That's good because I need like five, five or six hours of sleep. And then I can play yeah. when, when she sleeps and the kids, when everyone else is sleeping, I can play. So that's, mm. that's, that's a, a, an advantage for me. Oh, that's why we see Zyzox versus Bracker on TCO at 2am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those two are yeah. playing all the time. What the fuck? <laughs> um, they need to be uh, twins or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was the evil twin? Uh, Bracca was, yeah. was the first one to arrive I guess, I don't know Sizes mm. is probably the I don't know, maybe it's yeah. the nice guy <laughs> Yeah, for myself. Uh, well, I, actually, I don't know if Sizex is the nice guy because he has the, the mark of this as his icon uh, on Discord <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but Mind controlling, is that is that on mice? Or what's, what's yeah, I'm, I'm saying that so probably that's the evil one yeah, probably. Yeah. For myself, um, I I do find it quite difficult, but I've had to have the I had the conversation with with my wife um, quite early on. I think when I was getting into it quite a bit, and I think getting into playing a lot of games in the league and having the conversation oh you know i've got a i've got a, a, a league game tonight okay which one is this is, is this the three game night or is this a one game night you know with a couple yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is oh no it's a three game night. oh okay okay fair enough but actually planning in times okay right you know planning in advance saying okay uh my games are wednesday and thursday night this night okay and so tuesday nights um you know i'm focusing on my wife and I mentioned before that on a Sunday night um, or a Saturday, if I change it in advance, you know, we we have a night where we just have for ourselves. So yeah. we we might play a, a, a simple board game. Like we really enjoy playing Patchwork, for example, which is a fantastic yeah, two-player yeah. game. Um, and I'm trying to kind of bring it more into board games. Keyforge hasn't gone so well, um, but I think I'm going to try again. Um, and try again with just playing you know pick two decks and we just play two decks um mm -hmm. and so there's still the familiarity and still getting to know the deck through yeah. just playing the same decks so that's something that um we can't I, I can, we can try. can't we play adventures co-op with her we could, we could try that as well um yeah. uh, she saw me playing it this week um as well so hopefully that yeah. will yeah. That, that that will help us as well but she does enjoy the odd board game uh which kind of helps us but communication has been the key in finding the time to be able to put the time i want into into keyforge yeah, yeah. um and just also communicating like and and, and 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 planning in advance like the week in advance so okay you know, this is this is when i'm going to be playing my league games and any other time is a bonus yeah yeah yeah, when, that's good. That's good because usually when I play, she asks me, "Is it a league game?" And I say, when I say anything, no, then then I can just cut it off anytime. But yeah, <laughs> if it's yeah. a league game, then it's yeah, okay. Please, can I <laughs> play it? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, 
Yeah, and that 45-minute um, timing cap, I think, that came into season 11 was a lifesaver for me as well. Because yeah. it's a case of actually, you know, well, it's only going to be maximum two hours, 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, then then I can plan to do something afterwards, yeah. um, which is which is really good. So I think that's how I how I balance it today. Um, yeah. I'm going to be in a similar situation to uh, to Jonas in a month's time, though, where yeah. I will have a, a newborn in September, yeah. and so again, that's going to be another, you know, reprioritization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it should be a reprioritization. Of course, it should be a reprioritization. Yeah, really. Um, now, the question that I have for for both of you is what can what can one do and i'm saying this because you know you both have been in the league since day zero um i mean yulness day zero because yeah you know um alinas you were season one i believe or you season two quite early i don't remember so, yeah, you joined in the kind of in yeah. the middle of season one so in in with the lifestyle that we that we have um and the parent partner um key forge balance that we're trying to live here how do you make the most out of the time you have and still be competitive uh linus what do you what do you, what do you think to that what how do you how can you yeah i was thinking about this question uh, for me the answer would be that uh, experience the board gaming experience, gaming experience, just being being playing games with puzzles, logical, you know, things to think about and try to solve things in that sense. All these mechanics that you have in board gaming and so on and so on. Playing magic, you know, I've been playing magic when I was young, playing drafts and so on. So when you play a lot, there's a lot of similarities. So you catch it up quite fast. And in my opinion, Keyforge is not that complicated game but it, ha- it has enough of uh, interesting decisions um, in it, in the game that it keeps the interest and, and obviously there's this mind gaming uh, in, in, a, in a certain way when you play against an opponent a real person so for me through playing a lot of games beforehand that helped me to come to this point where I am and obviously I, I have spammed a lot of keyforges, uh, and that is because of the TCO which was really fast. So when you yeah. and I love to play against really good players because they play fast. And yeah. I remember early days when I I um uh, those games that I played against Isaacs, I was like, yeah, okay, Isaacs, nice. This is going to be a, like a half an hour uh, match day <laughs> because both of us play quite fast. Yeah. So our games ended quite fast in that sense. And I I really in, enjoyed that fast pace in both both the way that it, I don't need to spend the whole evening and I could still you know, managed to play a lot of games and, and learn cards and see the synergies and so on. So yeah. spamming, background in experience. And then the last thing is actually hanging around Discord, seeing people, what they're talking, what they bring up interesting combos, topics, uh, rules, etc., etc. That, you know, all this together creates this kind of uh, a knowledge that you have, which helps you to do better decisions in in a game but obviously there's other factors that can affect your decision making but that's the overall the the thing that that makes me competitive yeah that's 
It's mm. pretty similar to me. I'm also that kind of person. And that's why I usually play lots of solo games because that's the easy way for me to get uh, to know my decks quick. Because I, I play quick and I play a game in like five minutes and I get mm. to play two of my decks at the same time. And I play. So, so what do you what do you mean by by play solo games? Um, yeah, yeah, I have two accounts on TCOs, and I and then I play on Chrome and Firefox with them, and then I just play them. Uh, yeah, play against myself. Uh, and that's that's kind of the way I've mostly been playing because it's perfect with family because then I can just pause whenever I want. I can just yeah, that's break, perfect. Walk away for ten minutes and come back. I don't have to work because that's that's the problem for me playing keyford in also in the evenings that if the kids wake up and i still i have some kind of worry all the time when i play that someone will wake up mm. uh, that i won't be able to finish so then when i play against myself i can really just relax and play and i don't have to worry about that and i can just yeah and it's usually yeah the best way for me to just get to know my decks because it's playing lots of games i'm not the person kind of looking into heavy strategies discussing strategies I, i'm not doing mm. anything like that i'm, I'm i play uh, and uh, learn my decks by playing i don't play them a lot either but i, I play lots of different mm. decks and i play against myself uh, so yeah and i have a heavy board gaming background like linus i played i played mm. lots and lots of lots of games uh, so i have that game mind so i yeah i think i have yeah we have that uh, as an advantage that we, yeah. I, yeah. I, I have very easy to get into new games and that's kind of helpful mm. because then I have pretty easy to get into new decks because it's yeah, different decks play differently and it's kind of the same with different board games. They play differently. Mm. So I have pretty easy to jump into a new deck and do well in the, with that. So mm. my problem is, of course, if then if I'm going to play in a really competitive um, uh, tournament with people who really 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 know their decks and uh, know all the strategies then i'm then i'm probably at a disadvantage because i'm not yeah 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 then i just have to yeah be hopeful that i'm rely on luck or something jesus yeah it kind of feels like me versus everyone i play against in the nordic keyforge league <laughs> with the time i managed to uh get in especially when my job gets a little bit more intense yeah. as well um so we have um uh linus with uh experience and i guess that gut feeling that you've you mentioned um before and uh Jonas with um a little bit similar but also with solo play playing against him yourself and knowing two decks at the same time and effect, being more effective with that time um as well i think if if i um can put a uh an answer in here as well it would be that i i view every hand i get and the problem that i have uh whenever i play and so also from a bit of a, a board gaming background probably not for as long is you know you can only do what you can with what you've got in your hands and the state of the board at the time and so when i'm playing competitively i will take a little bit more time over my turns just to go okay right what's in my hand what's on the board because i can't do anything else apart from what, I, what i've got it the tools that i have in front of me yeah. and so i'm very careful to make to really understand the decisions i'm making um yeah. and not just rush through and i've done that a lot this season and um i came third in 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 the division there so it's something that yeah. that worked a lot and i think that the 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 
the seasons where it hasn't gone so well was when I'm just rushing through, okay, you know, it's nine o'clock at night. I've just got to get this game finished because it's better to play rather than take a walkover. Yeah. And yeah. So um, yeah, it's, it, it's more being in the situation. And I think that's why I'm half decent at sealed um, as well. And so I've done actually quite well yeah. in the sealed tournaments both with swindle and with us as well is i feel like i'm quite good in in the moment so i think practicing you know really understanding the board state and the game state at any given moment um uh and which is quite easy on tco um as well yeah uh, yeah i think people have to remember that tco is kind of a the easier way to play Kiefer, because when you play live, you won't have those mm. kind of the deck list in front of you and being able to go through everything. Yeah, because, uh, Which... I think people spend lots of time kind of looking that they have played that they, they haven't played that because then when you play real in real life, you don't. Yeah, of course you you know some of it, but you, mm. you you can't keep all of that in your head. So it's a different game. So that's why I try to play fast as well. I don't I don't try to. I play more like live kind of on online, even though even mm. quicker, but I, I don't think, think that's much on what my look through kind of the deck list and all like that things. I look for some big things, but I, I don't look that much that I think some people do, but that's why some people take lots of time playing games because the, the game, because it's, they, they are just looking through every options and what they could have, what they still have. And what. Uh, and mm. if we could give tips to, um, any listeners to, to people in, I guess, in our position who, you know, who are parents and don't have the amount as uh, much time, if we could give some tips to, uh, to help people, um, deal with this and also maybe even get a little bit deeper into the game. What, what could be one or two tips that you want to give to people? We have already mentioned several things here. Yeah. First of all, I would like to say to all all listeners that are in similar situation with us, dads or moms, whatever, having kids, right? <laughs> Parents. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's actually not impossible to play Keyforge in these situations. And we are the perfect examples. Yeah, yeah. So, agreed. Completely agreed. Oh, but obviously, some may need to do a bit bigger sacrifices and mo- some may not. But it's possible. It's it's uh, and this game really, as we mentioned before, it's so easy to play. You can play it easily casually. You can you can just get in on the table fast and just play it swish. So that 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 really helps. But you can also play competitively. Um, as we mentioned before, our experience might help uh, a little bit. But the game in itself, if you play through TZO, you can really play several games quite fast and if you play solo as as, as they do that also gives you an edge in that sense that you can cram in a lot of games in a short time and still learn a lot of things and especially when you play with your decks against each other you just do you don't care you just play different stats whatever you just see those different cards become alive in a certain way and you learn to know those decks because obviously this game is about the knowledge of cards what they do how they synergize together with stuff uh, which are bad against you and so on so the more you can spam obviously the better but so one tip would be trying the solo game because uh, especially if you're busy um, and or you will be interrupted suddenly uh, especially if you have kids you you can pause the game because you're playing against yourself. That's that's a perfect uh, sort of tip that I would say to everybody. And then 
one of the biggest things for me, and we, which we have touched a little bit, is scheduling and communication with your partner. Uh, that you you plan ahead. My my wife, she is really always you know happy when I give her heads up and say, okay, in five days, this day, this evening, I'm going to play a league game, and then she knows, and she's totally fine, and she understands fully the situation. So the better, the the more you're prepared. The earlier you can schedule games, the better, the easier. And it's not even impossible. It's really nice. And people are really flexible nowadays. Uh, I have I have never had any issues with planning uh, any games in any leagues or tournaments. That no, I've been no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to spend lots of time kind of working through strategies and stuff to be, to be competitive in, in these big tournaments. Like for us in Coat, we're spending extremely little time yeah. before preparation when choosing kind of decks for our opponents we're like yeah we're, we're, we're playing their decks like once and then we decide so it's you don't have to spend hours and hours to be really competitive exactly. before games it's just just yeah just take it a bit more casual but you will still be able to be very competitive in this game i would say because you yeah I want to repeat a little bit from from something that we mentioned about last week, and something that Zaramis said is that is in the way of not getting down when you don't start off well. You know, don't give up something when you're just getting started. And I think the same goes with being competitive with the little time that you have. Like, get involved in small tournaments small cup yeah. tournaments small tournaments um the final swindle has a, a great discord community where they do every two weeks they do a tournament they do a king of the hill style thing as well so just get in there and just keep trying out competitive if you lose you lose never mind yeah, yeah and you, you can play keyforge in all these tournaments one can always drop if you if you're not enjoying yeah. it you can drop out no one will kind of hit, no. hit on you for that it's just just yeah yeah. Just try, yeah, try the waters and see if you like it. If if it's, if it's yeah, exactly. it's usually very nice, uh, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice people playing, and it's it's yeah. And for me, getting involved in the league um, is why I'm still playing Keyforge now. You know, so getting involved in the competitive area yeah. um, uh, community is why I'm still playing now because I want to be better and I want to enjoy playing more, um, and the games meaning something, yeah, um, which is which is really important. Um, one one big tip, and it's something that I haven't mentioned uh, tonight so far, uh, or in this episode so far, is that don't push trying to find time so much that your family get sick of you talking about it, sick of you playing it all the time. Um, and I think the same can be said of other hobbies, because... Yeah. If it goes, if it gets to that point, it might be that they just get so sick of it um, and life just yeah. doesn't become comfortable at home and yeah. you end up having to give it up. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm talking for, from from personal experience recently because when I was trying to plan um, the starting of this podcast and yeah. also talking about some other stuff, all my wife was hearing was Keyforge this, Keyforge that, yeah, podcast yeah. this, podcast that, because I was really excited about it. Yeah, but it got to a point where that's all I was talking about when we were talking to yeah. each other, yeah. and so I had to realize, okay, I need to breathe, calm down, yeah. and yeah. just do it and use yeah. the time that I have wisely. Yeah. Um, and that 
could have very easily gotten out of hand in that situation. Oh. And um, so I think taking that thing and it comes that, and that's another thing that comes back to communication. Yeah. Um, you know, as you know, key forge isn't the only thing in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's very important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can talk about other subjects, even though the the nature of the game, it can be a little bit obsessive. It yeah, can yeah, invite course, can. that obsessive yeah. behavior yeah. because yeah. there is no perfect deck. Sorry, yeah. Aramis. Um, <laughs> there might be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, trying to find the, the, that enjoyment of playing those combos, combos, etc., it can get a little bit addictive. And so, yeah. you know, as adults, you know, we sometimes lose that sense of self control when we're enjoying yeah. something so much. Yeah. Um, and so just taking that little reality check sometimes and going yeah. and, and, and doing something else um, yeah. c- 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 can really help there. Yeah, that, that that was a problem for me with the solo tournament. I, play, I played a big solo tournament for like, it was like five hundred games because then it's just wow. one more game. I got I really wanted to finish it, so it's like mm. so that's that's a tough part with with kind of you yeah. Know, it, it's very addictive with with in that way. And also, I think the problem with with Keyford playing it online, at least for my for my girlfriend, is that it's in front of a screen and it's, she's much more acceptable with me playing board games with other persons live. Yeah, but it's yeah. She sees that it's much better than sitting in front of a screen. But so yeah, so that's I think that's the the hard thing. If if I would play a live keyboard, I think she would be. I think she's fine with it mm-hmm. now, but it, even more fine with because then it's also the social part. Yeah. Uh, but now yeah. I, I get the social part through Discord, and I think that's the hard thing for her to understand because she's not mm. in such an environment as Discord. She don't really know what it is. So because it's very, I think it's the keyboard is very social for me. Uh, with the discord and yeah yeah talking to people uh, so i think it's yeah for mm. me it's very social but for, for for her it looks like i'm just sitting in front of a screen playing yeah. but I sp- i'm spending more time on other things than playing mm. almost my wife actually made a comment to me a couple of weeks ago that um i'm always on discord <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like well, well, yeah because that's that's where that's where i'm planning everything that's just the app that i'm using to plan everything yeah. um yeah. and so it's not really discord that i have to that you should have an issue with is probably the fact again that i'm constantly planning keyforge right now yeah. <laughs> it's still keyforge at them. Yeah. and it could just come back to come back to keyforge mm-hmm. um and, and uh, but discord does, does does really help that as well um but um i think it's it's, it's a, if you want to be competitive and you know and and still have a um kind of a healthy a healthy family life um and yes, that might be a little bit of a prescriptive comment, but I think I think it, there's there's a give and take element um, to to the time that you play Keyforge, and obviously the time you you give to your family, um, and and the time that the family need to have with you um, as well. Wow. So so we have planning here, we have scheduling, communication, and you know solo play, doing um, play, playing in a way that you can um, you can just stop um, and still keep. The, uh, the game state so i think that's some really really good tips as well and if there's anything that we haven't um mentioned just get in contact with us help us carry on the conversation as well 
um and i just want to encourage everyone you know that the you really can continue still play keyforge um competitively and have a family and have a life <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah it's possible yeah. even though you and you can have two or three kids hopefully yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, keep them coming you can still play keyboard <laughs> well we'll have you back on the podcast in a couple of months uh, uh, yeah now. exactly yeah. i'm interested <laughs> yeah. in, can you say that after the third one yeah i'll be down in the yeah, bonds division this, in a few, few, few seasons you are very welcome <laughs> um cool let's let, let's let's leave this conversation here and i'm saying leave it here and not end the conversation because it would be a conversation that we can keep coming back to here as well so i really hope that um you've got something out of it um we have the return of segments tonight and Jonas is bringing his segment which we are entitling in uncharted lands yeah that's correct yeah the uncharted lands that's uh that's uh, us looking at the future of Keyforge. So uh, there's always speculation around the future of Keyforge. And of course, we are speculating ourselves and thinking and wondering what's going to happen with this game because we're, we're spending lots of mm. time on Keyforge. And we, of course, we're thinking about is it, uh, will we do it in two years? Will we do it in five years? Uh, will the game still be played? Uh, we don't know that. Uh, we don't know if uh, Fantasy Flight is going to go. Uh, crazy on us and you'll drop the game or if they're gonna keep on coming with sets so it's and i don't know if we should take uh, look at the future into consideration when deciding uh, on kind of how we are looking at the game or how we are kind of yeah how we're playing the game because yeah the future is important if it's mm. it, it, but it's i think it's especially important for those kind of competitive players because they are thinking about vault tours being kind mm -hmm. of uh, winning those things because then you need or there need to be vault events for them to to, mm. to be able to win them but but for uh, for us who don't play them it's kind of we can of course keep playing the league and play games even though if ffg would drop the game uh, but i did still think it's a uh, it's something to think about the kind of the future of uh, of the game and what mm. kind of impact would uh, if they would say there there's no more set what would happen what what, mm. what would you you guys do would you drop the game or would you keep playing or I got a lot less worried about this when they announced that they have signed a deal to make enamel pins so you know I'm good yeah. <laughs> I mean I know already that they have planned a couple of sets ahead already yeah. so that yeah. also yeah. helps yeah. but um I don't know. I'm, I'm not that afraid. I mean, I, I would, I just, I just play. It's alive. We survived yeah. pandemic. It seems mm. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like uh, it, it survived. That's good. But mm. FFG has been really quiet. But we finally heard, heard something now, and that's yeah, the, yeah. We can have a look at that. But the, it has the, the quietness has concerned me. Yeah. Um, but before, before, before this the, the announcement, um, one comment I wanted to make on this was. You know, it could also just be a business decision, yeah. um, you know, to survive the pandemic. So that there is still a fantasy flight still there to keep producing Keyforge when we can get back to actually playing um, yeah. In, yeah. in advance. It could just be that. But I, you know, I don't want to put words in the horse's mouth at this point. No. Too much. Okay. No. So the, your, your, your news. What yeah, yeah, the news that came from from I don't know if it was yeah it was today right yeah about from Keyforge from Asmodee Italia that uh, who had 
uh, told someone who asked them about mm. things, what's coming, and they actually told them that their set six is ready, ready to go, and it's going to come hopefully in uh, October. That's the oh wow pre-release date, but some sometime 2021 at least. That's what they told. And it's going to be one new house and it's going to be a return of a house. Uh, so let's, let's hope that's true because uh, a new house, that's, that's, that's hype, man. And yeah, yes. Come on, bring Mars back, bring Mars back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's also something, but the new house is supposedly something kind of East Asian influences making mm. us think about the inspired. I don't know if you know about the inspired, but that's the, the set they wrote about in the role-playing book they, they or kind of said that um, mm. they, they wrote about all the houses and yeah and the inspired and the skyborn were two ones that were in the book but are not in keyford yet so and the inspired are kind of a religious cult thing where they kind of are so people from all over the crucible are coming together in that amber addicts uh, kind of I don't know. They are they are it's a strange thing but it's it's in, it seems like a very interesting uh, uh, group of characters in the, in the the inspired. So I'm hoping for that one because it's it's totally different. For for example, if you compare it to Star Alliance, which is also a group of different people uh, that are kind of coming together. And but here you have religious fanatics uh, who are not kind of techno people like Star Alliance, but they are religious and just uh, I don't know you what they enjoy do. Amber. Yeah, they are addicted to Amber. So it's going to be really interesting mm. what they do <laughs> and kind of what house they replace. So. A new house is always kind of really, really hype. And yeah, as a, mm. I'm, I'm, with Jason. I'm hoping for Mars to return, but I'm hearing things that it might be Brobnar, but <laughs> we'll see. I think Gen Con in September will, will tell us more. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's almost guaranteed that we're going to have a key fortune announcement at Gen Con now then after, after this one out. And we'll put the uh, link to this in the show notes, of course. Yeah, yeah. So you can easily get onto this as well. Yeah. Just looking at this article, they've got organized play to return in 2022. Yeah. Um, and really interesting article. Really recommend you go in there. And it's on the Crazy Killer Machine um, Network uh, yeah. website. And it was posted two hours ago at time of recording. Um, yeah. But it so, looks like, yeah, there are, things are moving when it comes mm, to both the uh, competitive and new sets. So I think, yeah, they, uh, I'm hoping that they will come back with the crucible cast and tell us more about stuff because it's it was uh, nice to hear from them and just hear them tell them what they were doing and stuff like that so i'm hoping that will come back uh, this after summer after gen con because yeah it just keeps the hype alive man because obviously we want to have more players more bigger community mm. um yeah. and that is also one of the reasons why uh, <laughs> the fundamentals behind this podcast is to create content that people might want to listen to and uh, through that grow community. So, uh, you know, the more we do these kind of things, the bigger chance we have to keep the game alive, right? And uh, keep, it, keep it flowing. So... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. Yeah. The, the, there's lots of things to, dis to, be, to discuss about the future, but I think it... Right about now, we can just be happy that something has been said and that there is there is a future in Keyforge and there are lots of things for us to kind of look forward to. I hope many sets coming and uh, lots of fun yeah. to be had with, with Keyforge. So. I mean, at least two new houses there are existing, right? 
this yeah, guy yeah. borns and and yeah. uh, they inspired mm-hmm. so one is coming now so at least there's going to be one more set so yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they have been planning ahead and i think yeah. yeah and so in total there was 12 houses seven houses per set and so there's a really good and interesting variation that we have there of different house combinations um, yeah, yeah, straight yeah. off the back as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of questions um, there that we need answering. Um, for example, you know, when you get to set 12, you know, what happens to Kota and the earlier sets in in competitive play um it becomes a little bit harder for new players to get into with the more sets there are and to understand the meta and everything as well so there's a there's things that i think will need to be addressed as well um but i think it's a better problem to have than 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 a lack of sets (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, of course yeah yeah It, it was also interesting to read that they only had one kind of print run of all the sets meaning that if you if we're on set 12 in the future it's probably going to be hard to get some of the earlier sets it's going to be that's interesting because uh, yeah you won't be probably you won't be able to get kind of kota aoa or kota you might be able because that they printed that so much but but some of the sets would be really hard to find that's interesting so the secondary market would be really really hot um yeah moment then yeah, if if the if the game is alive a couple of years from now, it's I think the those people who mm. have saved some displays of all the different sets would yeah they could make yeah. some money on it. Great. Well, I think this is going to be a returning segment as we get more news and as there's more speculation and ideas coming out as well. We'll be returning to Uncharted Lands. Also, Jonas, you're still with us now. So if you um, can give us a a little bit of a league update, what's going on? Yeah, so yeah, the the season 12 is is all over, but now I'm all all over season 13 now. So Mm. uh, season 13, we have uh, 47 players signed up for season 13, and that's a new record because that's that's fun. Uh, Because we've also decided to bring in some more Europeans. So I think we have 12 new players joining and we have a couple of, I think we have one new Swede, a couple of Finnish people, a couple of Danish people, a couple of Germans. So yeah, so we have yeah more people mm. coming into the league from, from uh, all over because we, we wanted to, uh, to make the, the league bigger and invite the people mm. that are kind of in our time zone. Yeah, a couple. I don't know how we're. Yeah, we're a couple of countries now, so that, mm. that's fun. So, and people have started to send in uh, their decks, so it's not just me already. So that's <laughs> that, that's fun. Uh, but but I've been spending lots of time just getting the season documents uh, ready and updating the website with all the new divisions. Uh, so so it's been it's, it's it's been fun. And for next season, we will be uh, six divisions. Which is, uh, uh, I think, we, yeah, we think we were six ones, but we were, mm. yeah. so we were six uh, divisions with eight in five of them and seven in one. So we will have uh, five tiers with a, so we will have the new diamond, platinum, gold, silver, bronze, bronze. So we will have two bronze divisions. Mm. And we're going to have two kind of two people being promoted from all the divisions up to the higher division. And uh, two people going down except from for in the silver it's going to be a tough one because there we're going to have four people going down uh, so that's to kind of equal everything out a bit um, so it, it would have been too tough on the bronze division just having the winner going up so we had to make two people going up and then the silver division would be uh, that's understandable yeah yeah 
So yeah, it's uh, I'm really hyped for the season, and then we also have the the cup where we're gonna play the um, a two deck survival with the, uh, a SAS cap of fifteen for one house, uh, which is also gonna be interesting because then you're gonna have some skewed decks where you have some really high SAS uh, houses, and then you have a really low SAS uh, house. So it's gonna be interesting to see what people can dig up there. So I'm hoping that we will have uh, a number of participants in in the cup. So so that's. Uh, yeah, that's the things coming up. And we're going to start on the 16th of August with the deadline to send in decks on the 8th of August. Cool. Good dates for the diary then. Yeah. yeah. 8th of August is when we have to get our decks ready for. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. and it's, uh, it's still possible to, if you send in your decks, you can uh, you mm. can change. So that's uh, at least until the 8th of August. So, yeah. Great, cool. Well, thank you, Jonas, for that, and um, yeah, thank you again just for the time that you have put you put into making the Nordic Keyforge League what it is. Um, there's so many people that are grateful. Again, we've said that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With that, um, I think that's time to say um, goodbye and see you next week. Um, and so uh, that is um, goodbye from me, Jason, the Captain Kirk. It was good to be here. And thank you from, for, from me, Mr. K-pop. Yeah, and it was nice to, to be back here on Lucky 7 episode or, or, or what do you say? Episode Lucky 7, I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was good to be back. Right? Let's just say that. <laughs> thanks, thanks for yeah. uh, it was it was it was really nice to do where you could be in this episode yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. definitely always always welcome so yeah. um yep yeah, we'll sign off now and everybody forge on and prosper good night see you Bye.